This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 125, Work-Life Balance, Careers, Parenthood, and Choices, by Tammy Marshall with FamilyOptimized.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs in the world, every Monday through Friday, free of charge. Today, I have a post from Tammy Marshall with FamilyOptimized.com all about balancing work and life. This is a challenging task, no doubt, but know that you're not alone. In fact, you can join our Facebook group to meet other like-minded people who may be facing some of the same challenges. All you have to do is search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. That's oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And with that, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. Work-Life Balance, Careers, Parenthood, and Choices by Tammy Marshall with FamilyOptimized.com Let me begin by stating that I am, was terrible at balancing work and parenthood. Growing up on a farm, I was raised to be a workhorse. I started working at age 13 and will likely work until my body finally fails me. I've had plenty of kind-hearted advice over the years telling me to relax and just hang out that I simply don't take. There's too many chores that need doing for me to sit around. Well, that's my excuse anyway. When it came to becoming a mom, I fell short in that I didn't fully grasp that there is very little multitasking that can be done between work and parenthood. At least there wasn't for me anyway. Beginning employment at such a young age did catapult me into the world of stay-at-home mom or S-A-H-M. Leaving the workforce and venturing into freelance came as quite a surprise for some. My intense work ethic caused many to believe I was some sort of career lady who couldn't be bothered with gender roles and mom labeling. They honestly couldn't have been more wrong. I leapt off the corporate ladder and into my tiny farmhouse in front of my stove barefoot with a baby in arms. I was determined to be the very best mom for my baby, and that included exclusive breastfeeding and utilizing, to the best of my abilities, everything I learned from my time working with teen moms. However, I thought I would work more than I did. There were months that I literally did not take any calls, nor did I look for any assignments. I remember the day I finally shut the lid on my work laptop and kept it closed for nearly two years. Learning from Parents in the Limelight I'm not alone in this concept that I share with many soon-to-be moms, including the brilliant journalist, Christiane Amanpour. When the war correspondent decided to become a parent, she says this thought popped into her head that she would still work as much as she did before being a mom and she would just bring him with me. Needless to say, that didn't happen. And like the rest of us, she had to figure out how to continue her work and be a mom. She found out soon that she could not bring her son with her when propelling from helicopters into war zones. You may laugh that she even considered this, but I thought I would be at least a part-time working mom. Well, 
Let's just say my work hours were few and far between, and there were some years I didn't work at all. Even now with a school-age child, I only work when my child is in school. Writing and a lively child do not mix. I learned the hard way that if I tried to be a superstar mom like Sarah Jessica Parker's character in the movie, I don't know how she does it, I ended up being a bad freelancer and a poor mom. It did not work. One of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou reads, quote, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, unquote. I know I made people feel less important when I decided to try interviewing them while taking care of my child. I recall one interview where I sat with my work laptop on my home desk with my phone on speaker. My child began crying and there wasn't anything I could do to stop the tears. The person I was interviewing laughed, but I can't help but think they were despondent being asked to interview with a distracting baby present. To make matters worse, the only thing that helped was handing my baby my laptop and trying to memorize what was being said for my assignment. It didn't go well. It was pretty soul-crushing. Moreover, as my child grew and I ended up trying to finish a project with her present, I became frustrated at her and irritated that she couldn't occupy herself for 10 more minutes. I know I made her feel like a burden. Making her feel bad about my inability to balance work and life made me feel bad as a mom. One of my favorite vlogs features the amazingly talented Casey Neistat. In his vlog, he talks a lot about work and life balance. He describes his early years with his son and how he missed out on so much because he worked all the time. Despite his hefty workload, he always managed to carve out time to spend with his son because he says, there is nothing in life that highlights just how fast life passes like watching your kids grow up. When I first became a mom, I remember one of the best lines of advice I received. Don't go back to work. Be poor. You will never get your child's early years back. Because of the wise words of this woman and of Neistat, I've made the choice to focus on being a mom. While I still occasionally make mistakes and sometimes parenting and freelancing butt up against each other, I'm doing a better job of balancing work and parenting every day. I won't get the time with my child back. Eventually, she will grow up and spread her wings and fly into the world to do her own work. Then, I'll have the time I need to do whatever freelance project comes my way. My nest will be empty and my plate will be full. Right now, my nest is full and my plate is half empty. And that's okay, because I'll be working until my body gives out. You just listened to the post titled, Work-Life Balance, Careers, Parenthood, and Choices, by Tammy Marshall with FamilyOptimize.com. Thank you so much to Tammy for letting us share this post with you today. I could not agree more, and I honestly never knew myself how tough it would be to balance work and parenthood while still leaving a little time for myself until we had our son. I know I talk about this occasionally here on the show. But since having Talon, especially early on, I stop prioritizing time for myself every day. Recently, I'm trying to focus more on me time because I truly believe it makes me a better person, mom, and wife. 
And as I mentioned briefly last week, I actually took up a new hobby and started taking guitar lessons. It went well. I knew nothing about playing the guitar before my first lesson last week, but now I can officially say I know what a fret is on a guitar, and I'm in the midst of familiarizing myself with each of the chords. I've actually been playing around with my guitar a little every day, and I found it to be a pretty fun hobby for both me and Talon. If nothing else, it seems to be a great escape. Also, if you'd like to talk with any other people who may be facing similar life hurdles, join our Facebook group. It's a great way to meet other like-minded people who may have some great advice for what you're going through. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. That's oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Have a fabulous weekend and I hope to see you again next week where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.